Let's go live. Welcome back to the Yes Functional Longevity Podcast. We give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Good afternoon. My name is Chris Border, best-selling author and owner of Yes Fitness. And I first want to always thank you for taking time to listen to what I have to say. I hope today's information, some of it's new, not something I've really talked about at our facility at all. I haven't even given the information to my coaches yet. But before we get started with that, I would like to just take a little bit of housekeeping. You can listen to this broadcast anywhere where you get your podcast. And if you're ever interested in getting some of the show notes, you can head on over to yesfitnessct.com. Scroll down to the bottom of the page. Press on podcast and you can get the timestamps or the show notes for any one of our 225 broadcasts. So just some real quick housekeeping, our holiday hours, we are open the 23rd all day for our normally scheduled sessions on the 24th Christmas Eve. We are only open for our amazing race. Everyone is welcome to participate. It's a little competition amongst our clients to see who is the fittest. It's a whole lot of fun. We've been doing it for uh, I don't know, decades now. Um, so we have that going on and that will be the only coaching that occurs on Christmas Eve. We are closed Christmas day and the 26th for the holiday. And I'm not quite sure what else is going on, but that's where we're at for Christmas. Uh, I don't think we've determined our new year's schedule yet. So let's get started. Let's get right into it because I know everyone's busy. Got things going on. Crunch time for the holiday. So today I'm going to give you some exciting reasons why go heavy or go home may not be right for you. And why do I talk about this? Because as I get together for these holiday functions, exercise always comes up. We love talking about exercises, what we do, right? But one of the biggest excuses is, or reasons, I'll say reasons, people don't exercise, they don't have the time. In other words, they may not have the right equipment. And what I talk about today is directly related to those topics. So, because I want people to do some strength training, I think it is just so important as we age and frailty, it's more important in cardiovascular training. We're going to continue to talk about that as long as I'm doing these broadcasts. So why should we lift weights? Why should we care about resistance training? And it doesn't have to, when I talk lifting weights, I'm talking resistance training. It doesn't have to be with dumbbells. It doesn't have to be with machines. It could be body weight. It could be TRX. It could be all kinds of devices, tubing, whatever it is, some kind of resistance. Because it's never too late to begin incorporating some form of resistance training into your exercise routine. If you're not doing any exercise at all, I would strongly recommend you do this. I'm going to recommend this before going out walking. So evidence show that even adults in their 70s, 80s, and 90s gain muscle mass when they engage in resistance training. Although the hypertrophic effects of the gains are modest in older results, we're not going to get as big as we were when we were younger. We just don't have those hormones to do that. The relative strength gains can be enormous, enormous, and may even be life-saving. 
That's how important this is in reducing the risk of falls and other aspects of frailty and just overall health in general. I'm not going to get into all of it, the bone density, sarcopenia, all that kind of stuff. We talk about it all the time. We don't want to go through all that today. We want to get through this so you can get back out to doing some shopping. If anybody's interested, I take a size large if you're out there looking for my gifts. And, of course, one will gain the great advantage for resistance trainings when they're part of a lifelong program of fitness. So if you've been in it a long time, you are going to get the most out of it. But you, it's never too late to start. Never too late. If you've never done it before, if you're working with the right person, the person that's going to go through a health screening, know what you're all about, know what equipment you have, know what lifestyle you have, know what your goals are, know what any kind of educations, any injuries, any health issues, that person can help you. And one of the most striking effects of age is the involuntary loss of muscle mass, strength, and function. It's termed sarcopenia. And muscle mass decreases approximately 3 to 8% per decade after age 30. And this rate of decline is even higher after the age of 60. So 3 to 8% per decade after age 30. I've always said you lose about a half a pound of muscle a year. After age 30, you gain about a pound of fat a year. That's why when you go look at yourself in the mirror, the scale weight's about the same, maybe five pounds heavier when you get 40, but you start to look a little bit different. Then when you get to 50, you really start to look a little different. Your metabolism is slow. You're not moving as much, all that kind of stuff. So main reason why. And the rate of decline varies, obviously, with inactive seniors losing more than others. Research estimates that Generally, those between the age of 60 and 70 have lost 12% of their muscle mass, 12%. And I noticed this right away when I got together with some of my friends a few weeks ago. I spoke about this. I could just tell right away just the size of their limbs, their thighs was, was just so much smaller than what I remember them to be and what I think they should be or could be if they were doing some strange training. And with those over 80 having a 30% loss, so from 60 to 70, you've lost 12%, and over 80, you've lost 30%. You see that acceleration as we get older? By your 60s, you may have lost as much as 20% of the muscle you once had. By making strength training a priority, you will cut your risk for diabetes, heart disease, and frailty in the decades to come. I stress it all the time. Strength training is what you need to be doing. But research shows that even into your late 80s, your body still has the potential to build muscle mass. So it's not going to be as big as it was when we, much as when we were younger, but you can still gain strength. Muscle knows no age. So after you turn 40 or so, your muscular strength and function start to decline. Even if, even if you're regularly exercising. But with proper exercise, you can slow that decline. And according to research, the average American starts feeling old at age 47. Probably most of the people listening to this are over age 47. And similarly, the average respondent starts to worry about age-related bodily changes around age 50. So if you're mid-40s, you're starting to feel it. And when you get into 50, you're really starting to think about it. 
And as you get older, you have to continue to challenge your nervous systems to be fast and powerful and coordinated. We lose power. Talk about power a lot. Yeah, we think strength is super important. Uh, a client just sent me an article on strength training, lifting slow on the way down, eccentric training. But it's power that we need to be training as well. We lose power at almost twice the rate we lose strength. We lose power almost twice the rate that we lose strength. Every decade after 40, power declines 17 strength percent, where strength declines 10%. And in 30 years, when you get to age 70, you'll have lost 30% of your strength, but 51% of your power if you're not doing something about it, 51% of your power. Why is power so important? Power is what helps us Go up and down stairs, prevents us from doing falls, getting up and down out of the chair. It's so important. We'll talk about it a little bit more in a second. So how much strength training do we need to do to keep your strength and your power? That's the point of this broadcast today. We know all that stuff I just talked about if you listen to me at all. But how much do we really need to do? To maintain your muscle. Aim for 20 minutes of strength training exercise two to three times a week. And, and most of the time, I tell my clients twice a week. Because that third time, you're not going to get anywhere near the gains you did when we were younger. So get some strength training in twice a week. We're talking 20 minutes. And you want to have at least one day off between your workouts. So if you're going twice a week for 20 minutes, you're talking Monday, Thursday, Tuesday, Friday, Wednesday, Saturday, or Sunday. 20 minutes is all it takes. Now... Is that the perfect program? I don't think it's the perfect program because I believe in the case of our particular workouts, the first 15 minutes are almost as important as 20 minutes of strength training would do. We typically do in our group exercise, or even all our programs, we do about 10 minutes of five minutes of core, five minutes of power for a total of about 10 minutes. And we do 10, 10 minutes strength training circuit, another 10 minutes strength training circuit, 30 minutes. But the first 15 minutes are super important. That's where we do our, our myofascial release or foam rolling to prepare the muscles. And in the next 10 minutes, they just help the body move and function and feel better. But if we just talk about strength training, we can get this done in, in as little as 20 minutes twice a week. You got 20 minutes twice a week somewhere. Think about it. You get up Saturday morning, you got 20 minutes right there. So you got to figure out one day during the week. We get up Sunday morning, you got 20 minutes. You got one other day during the week, you got to figure out where to put 20 minutes in, right? So for muscles to maintain strength, all that is required is to lift 80 to 90% of your 1RM of a specific set a few times every four to five days. So what's 80 to 90%? And we'll talk about intensity in a minute. If you if you're 1RM, if you could only lift 100 pounds one time, you need to do 80, 90% of that or 80 or 90 pounds and get tired. This minimal amount of lifting will be just enough to activate the muscles recruitment to allow you to maintain your strength. We're talking about the bare minimum here because the American College of Sports Medicine recommends that strength training programs should be performed a minimum of two non-consecutive days each week with one set of 8 to 12 repetitions for healthy adults or 10 to 15 repetitions for older or frailer individuals. So you can make gains. For 8 to 12 weeks, 
by just doing one set. Yeah, one set. Get the muscles a little tired. After that, I believe that you need to do a little bit more than that. We're going to talk about how we can do that to continue to save time in a few seconds. But it, we're not talking about a lot here, right? We're not talking about a lot to improve your health, to be able to function better and live longer and better. The marriage College of Sports Medicine recommends that strength training programs should be performed a minimum, okay, of nine, two non-consecutive days. So that, that's all we're talking about here. So let's talk a little bit about load because if you're only going to do a single set, after, after about 12 weeks, you're going to start to plateau. And you're not going to make very many gains. So you got to start to do some little bit of type of training. But in my title, I said, go heavy or go home, right? So we're talking about training volume. Now we're talking about training volume. So we're talking about going heavy, fewer repetitions, lighter weight, more volume. So for many years, the prevailing wisdom, and I've bought into this completely, has been that heavier loads are always better than lighter loads. Now, I think that's still very true. If you're an athlete or you're a bodybuilder, you're trying to gain some muscle mass with heavy loads, you're probably what you need is that heavier load. If you're really trying to make some more gains, okay, more than just the bare minimum, like the RDA, right, the bare minimum we need, I think you need to lose a bit heavier weights. But what we do know is that all goals, all programs should be goal-specific. So what if you? So what is it you're trying to accomplish? That's the first question that always needs to be answered, and that's different for everybody because everyone's bodies are different, everyone's lifestyles are different, everyone's times different, every contradictions to exercises, their their health history, their injuries, how they move. It's all different. So program and all that makes goes into a program. But to keep in mind here is that research now shows that older adults can benefit from lighter loads and performing more repetitions, debunking our earlier views of go heavy or go home. Not only can lighter loads build muscle, but they are often the best choice for those people dealing with injuries or chronic joint problems. So if you're someone with only lighter weights around the house, it's all you have available to you, you can do more repetitions. You're going to do 30 reps or even 40 repetitions. If you're dealing with an injury, you might think about starting off slowing, doing more repetitions. If you're coming out of physical therapy or if you have a chronic condition like arthritis, light loads with higher repetitions may be the best thing for you. You can gain muscle across a wide range of spectrums with up to 30 to 40 repetitions. The problem with that is that's a long set. That takes a long time to do 40 repetitions. So that's why it may not be very time efficient. But if that's all the equipment you have, or you have arthritis, or you have some, um, you're coming off of an injury, this may be the thing that's right for you at the time. But here's the caveat. Here's what I need you to think about is you must get the muscle tired. So I'll just give you an example. I think most people know what a bench press is. So let's say you bench press. Or you squat. Let's say you bench press and you use 10 pound weights 10 times and you stop. 10 pounds weights is not a very heavy weight for a bench press, okay? But if you could do 10 pound weights and you're going to get tired at 30 reps, that's what you need to be doing because 10 pound weights at 10 reps and you're not tired isn't doing anything. 
you're not overloading the muscle at all. You're not getting it tired. But if you use 10 pounds and you do 30 reps and after 30 reps, you know, you're kind of fatigued right there, then you're actually doing something. So yes, high repetitions with lighter weights will work as long as you're getting the muscles tired. I will caveat that again with, I think if you're really trying to put some muscle mass on, okay, if you're really trying to get stronger, if you're really trying to get the body moving better, I think you need to little, 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 little heavier. I think you need to be that L8 to 12 repetition range. I need to have some weights to get tired. But another thought that we've not talked about, or we've, we've kind of had a little bit of different view now, is similarly taking every set to failure which is the inability to perform another repetition with proper form may not necessarily be necessary as it once thought. We always thought we got to take a set. We need to take it to failure. We got to get to that last repetition where we're with good form. That may necessarily not be true. Now the advantages of this change is respective with clear respectives are clear. It's very clear, especially when it comes to multi-joint heavy compound lifts where the risk of injury is greater. So the concept of repetitions and reserve, it's a little bit new right now. Okay. The competition, the concept of repetitions in the reserve, where rather than going to failure, getting within one or two repetitions of one's estimated failure is generally enough to promote highly effective adaptations. So if we're working at 12 repetitions and we're using a weight that we get to 12 and we think we can do one or two more with good form, it's okay to stop. You should still be able to get very effective adaptations. I do think that there are that you should go to you to fatigue, but to not do it on every single set is okay. So I just gave you two reasons why time. Okay, this isn't should be an issue. A few reasons why time should be an issue, because it doesn't take that many sets, doesn't take that many reps. You only have to do twenty minutes a couple of times a week, and if you don't have, you don't have to go to the gym. You don't need a whole lot of weight. You can go higher repetitions. It's just going to take you longer to do that. So that twenty minutes is going to be extended, but it just kind of cuts it off at the pass. The idea that I don't have time, the idea that I don't have equipment. I was getting my hair cut today, speaking with my um, hairdresser. Been with her a long, long time. And she said she got up this morning. She didn't have a, lot, a whole lot of time. She only had 20 minutes, so she only did 20 minutes. Well, that 20 minutes is better than having not done anything. It's kept her consistent. It's really helped her mindset throughout the day. She feels better because she did that. So she had 20 minutes. She did 20 minutes. She didn't have the amount of time to do what it normally takes her to do what she wants to do. So what exercises can we do to help maximize your workout time? We want to do multi-joint exercises. We want to do things like squats and lunges, hip hinges or deadlifts. We want to do press motions, both horizontally and vertically. We want to do row motions, both horizontally horizontally and vertically. That would be a row and a pull down. We don't want to waste our time doing bicep curls and triceps. The little tiny muscles, they don't change your body. When you do a bench press, okay, when you do a press motion, you work your chest muscles, but you also work your shoulders and 
your tricep. I can't tell you the last time I did tricep exercise. You, you would have to pay me to waste my time and do a tricep kickback or a bicep curl. Because it, those those jaw, those muscles get worked in other exercises. Anytime you do a row motion or a pull down motion or pull up, anything like that, your biceps gets worked. They get work as well. So why waste your time? If you're telling me you don't have time, stop doing bicep curls and triceps. Not only is it taking a lot of time, but it might even be unilateral, meaning we do one side and then the other side, it takes even longer. So think about doing closed chain multi-joint exercises, okay? And how much time do we need between sets? If we do start to do multiple sets, okay? If you do supersets like we do at our facility, like we do at Yes Fitness, we perform a lower body exercise and then we perform an upper body exercise. And that should give us enough rest in between to go back to the lower body exercise. We like to force some rest and we like to keep people moving correctly and moving well. So we do a corrective exercise in between. So we do a lower body and upper body and a corrective exercise. This gives us plenty of time to come around and have enough rest to be able to perform another set on whatever that lower body and upper body exercises are. So you can, you don't have to do a set and then go to the water fountain, get a drink, chit chat about whatever on TV, the Kardashians or whatever, I don't even know. And then go back and do another set, super set it with it. Okay. Upper body or lower body. When you're doing an upper body exercise, the lower body's getting some rest. So here we go. We've got some multi-joint exercises, squats, lunges, presses, pulls. Going to do it in a, in a, uh, a superset type fashion. Going to save a lot of time. Again, in that 20 minutes, we can pack a whole lot of stuff in 20 minutes. Want to make sure that you're performing some power exercises in that 20 minutes, okay? That's so important. And power is the product of force and velocity and represents the amount of work a muscle can produce per unit of time. So power is strongly related to many of the functional activities that require strength with speed, such as lifting boxes, lifting all those Christmas presents, climbing stairs, rising up out of the chair, walking and preventing falls. And many of the recreational activities we pursue as we're baby boomers and we're getting older is strongly related to power, whether it's golf or tennis, bowling, skiing, just playing with the grandchildren. Those are all power activities. Okay. Those are all things that require power. Now, how do you do some power? That's kind of hard to describe in this broadcast today. So I don't get too much into it. If you want any suggestions on power exercises, give me a call or swing by the facility, message me, email us. I'd be more than happy to review some power exercises with you. But that's there you have it, okay? There's a couple of changes in there in our mindset that we haven't had before. Number one, you can use lighter weights. You can go higher repetitions. Just make sure we're getting the muscles tired. Would I do that forever and ever? No, I wouldn't do it ever and ever and ever. Would I stay with a single set? I wouldn't stay with a single set. But by doing that and by thinking of doing um, lifts to with one or two reps of, of, your, of your max, getting fatigued but not going too hard so we can reduce the risk for injury, couple that all with some multi-joint exercises, 
super set them and then you're in and out in 20 minutes you don't need to go to the gym you don't need to go to a facility you don't need a whole lot of equipment get those muscles tired so time is no longer a reason why you can't exercise i'm going to go over a couple things in the next few weeks that's going to catapult you into your exercise program start in january when everyone starts to think about exercising again so it's just one thing to think about now if you've wanted to work with me and you're unable to work with me because you live far away we do obviously we do like everyone else we do virtual training now but i also have a, a get stronger live longer program you can check out the link in the notes with this uh broadcast um so there's just really this I can't think of a reason why you shouldn't be doing strength training. And um, you have, and the reason if you really want to work with me, there's no reason why you can't work with me. So thanks for watching. I hope that this was helpful. Keep those things in mind as we're going forward that we can use some lighter lights, get tired, and we don't need to go to failure on every single set. And um, that should help some people get some workouts in. So you can look for more information from me next Tuesday. We're going to give you insight on how to get, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching.